right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, Elevated Friendship. How do you feel about all this going on? Now, I'm going to tell you how I feel, but how do you feel? Let's make it plain. All right, all right, all right. So, yes, uh, sorry, Matthew McConaughey there. (laughs) Uh, I, you know, in addition to all of the things that have happened and gone on with me this summer, I just wanted to come back and kind of give a a real make it plain Wayne message. Um, I've been talking about these movies. I've been talking about these shows and all the fun stuff that I love. But ultimately, it's always going to boil down to me just making it plain and wanting to help people. Um, This summer has been uh, about as dramatic and as exciting as the earlier part of the year was hard and uh, um, emotional. Um, It was was very hard on the family. Um, I'll just say that. It was a very hard time on the family and... You know, for those of you that know my pain and feel my pain, um, there were funerals, right? There were funerals this this winter and spring. Um, we lost people, right? Uh, people got fired. People got promoted. People got cancer. People got, you know, people had babies. People had stress. People had divorces. People had all these things that they were dealing with. And then like whatever we went through as a family and got over, it was like, boom, immediately the second, it was like the second that summer sun came, it just like turned into a movie. It was just so much more dramatic or emotional or ah, like, let's just slow down. Right. It's like, can't we just slow down? Why are we trying to do 8 million things? today like is that really necessary so <sighs> it's uh it's always good to just come back to the root come back to the center because uh, you know even in the the craziest storm um you might be able to run to a very strong established old tree and hold on to that tree trunk and hold on for your dear life, you know. Um, you just always want to be able to get rooted and be balanced and have a clear mind. Because um, it, it's it's four seasons, right? If you live in the Midwest, you understand there's four seasons. Um, it, it's not always going to be that nice, drenched, perfect you know, uh, uh, spring showers that we get from, you know, uh, March, April, and May, where it's just the ground and the grass and the trees are budding. And it's just that deep, dark, rich green. It's not always going to be that, you know, that March, April, May. And then once you get through the summer, you know, June, July, August, um, that September, October, uh, that fall period where it's just cooling down and the air is just sweet and it's that that classic you know 70 60 degrees um that's not going to be forever you're going to go through some intense heat you're going to go through some intense cold bitter cold 
And if you're prepared, <laughs> if you're prepared and you can just chill for a little bit, you can plan so much better. I've already got boots. I got two or three pairs of boots for the snow. I got a snow blower. I probably need to go check that too. I got coats. I got coats on coats on coats. I got winter coats. I might turn one of my coats into a costume, a Halloween costume. So I've got all this stuff ready, anticipating the times that are coming that may be hard. That's what the calm within will give you is an ability to look forward and look out and think better and think straight. One of the things I always think about when I think about just me being calm is the people that don't have the privilege to be calm. Um, let's let's beeline here. Let's say you live in the you know Marcy projects, you know where Nas and you know the movie Belly and um, you don't really have much time, much peace, much this, that, and the other. Um, a lot of people don't understand that that calm within is bullied, kicked around, pushed around, and many times kicked right off the couch, right? Or out of the love seat, the chair, whatever, you know, it may be. Um, they, they don't really have a chance to just sit with that calm voice because there's so much going on where, I don't know, you might have to go to the roof where the pigeons are. And just sit and meditate. And I hate to say it, but like maybe somebody needs to start a, a yoga meditation group up in the projects, you know, for the top of the roof. Because, hey, if you can't get away, maybe you can get up. You know, just a thought. Maybe if you can't get away, you can get up. If your neighbors are fighting below, like you got to think like in, in the worst po possible circumstance, you're living <laughs> In the like, say you're in the middle of the apartment building, you're going to have people above you that can be making noise below you that can be making noise to the left of you that can be making noise or to the right of you that can be making noise. And then you have th those people to the left and the right. They could have people above or below them making noise. So. Like this isn't really a group of people with PhDs and, and, and this isn't really a group of people that regularly go to the park, go to the gym, get massages, eat Caesar salads, right? So it's going to be much harder to focus, much harder to get a good stream of thought out of this group. So the blessing to me is when you make it out and you can come back to the community and help, you come back to the community you came from and you can help. While, yes, you go and sit in your million dollar house or you go and sit in your home that you always dreamed about. Like to me, it's not about coming back and building right next to that building. Like, no, you're crazy. If anything, I want everybody out of that building and to be a millionaire, a billionaire and live in a house in the suburbs. And so we can demolish that project building and we all just live better. Um, I don't I don't want a lower class. I don't want government assistance. I don't want any of that for anybody. I don't care if you're in a trailer park or the projects. Like, I don't want that for anybody. So now let's jump to the other side, right? If you're not in the projects, if you're not in a trailer park, um, if you haven't had anything actually physically happen to you, nobody's abused you, hurt you, harmed you, and you're an adult, okay? I'm talking, let's, let's just... 
25 and up, right? Because as the brain starts to really lock into those adulthood moldings and, you know, all that, I want to talk to you, not necessarily those that are younger, because if you're younger, this is kind of like a a, a brownie. This is like going to be something you can look forward to and, and use this for help. Like, that's dope. Um, I, I love that you're listening to this now. Uh, but let's let's talk to those of you that are paying taxes. OK. You're an adult. You've got alcohol in your uh, uh, refrigerator or in your home. You live alone. You live with your boyfriend. You live with your girlfriend. You're married. Uh, maybe you got some kids. Um, we've got to find a way to better ourselves and be better. Right. And as I started to see like commercials for therapy and commercials for people uh, to reach out to people, it, it really just lit me up because I'm like, wow, like it's so sweet and simple. It, it's like the fruit, right? The fruit at the grocery store. It's sitting right there for you to come pick it up. You have to pick it up because if you have the, the, the ability and you're in a nice area, you're in a nice apartment, you're in a nice home. It's time for you to take care of you. That calm within. I know it's hard, but the longer you don't find this, the easier it is to be sold on everything except who you really are. Because these companies out here, they're just businesses trying to make money. They've got to fill their pockets. They've got families. They've got people. They're just doing, they're going to business going business, right? <laughs> like somebody said, downtown going downtown, one of my friends said. Uh, business going business. So that's not their fault. They're just being a business. You can't drink your way into peace, right? You can't porn your way into peace. Um, you can't yell your way into peace. Just because you're right at the end of the day does not that's not going to give you peace. Um, you can't just take the old traditional structure and demand peace out of that if it's not giving you peace. So what I'm saying is, is if you're if you're 25 or older and you're still blaming someone for the hurt and the harm that you've been through, um, blaming a boss, blaming this, blaming that. Um, I just want you to take a, a second and just think about it from this aspect, right? We chose that job, right? We did certain things in that job or in life or here or there, right? Whether it was your best or your worst, you were there, right? You were there. Whether it was your best or your worst, you were there. And now you just got to think, okay, whether it was my best or my worst, I was there. I contributed something. So if my boss was a micromanager, if they were really mean or, or this, that, and the other, like, I was a part of that. I gave them the incentive or whatever it may be to yell at me. I gave them the work, whether it was good or bad. I gave them that. That's not a good or a bad thing. That's just the truth. So now you know, okay, next time I get a job or when I build my own company, um, I'm not going to, you know, align myself with someone like that. And I'll ask better questions on the interview 
What's your management style? Are you uh, micromanaging your way to, you know, better results? Or do you inspect what you inspect, what you expect at the beginning of the month and let me run free and, and build a business and do what I know is best? Like, how do you how do you manage? So regardless of what's been done to us, you also have to look at your input. What did you do? Right. Were you 100 percent perfect? If you know that you didn't do many things wrong, but you didn't do everything right, right? Everybody, Everybody's balanced, right? You're either going to do some good and some bad, all good, all bad. You're going to do some kind of part of the balance. Um, rarely is it that you, know, you did half and half, 50-50. Usually you did a whole bunch of good and a little bad. You know, it comes up on your review and this, that, and the other. Or it was all, almost all bad, and you had some things that probably you should, you know, work on, um, you know, to, to improve. You want to multiply those good behaviors uh, because those good behaviors will probably be the only reason why you get to keep your job because you 80% was bad, 20% was good. Um, so look at what you did. Just look at what you did. Um, let, let's go back. And just take a second and just say, well, look at what I did. If it was all bad, it was all bad. If it was all good, it was all good. You just have to take the time to acknowledge the the situation and the scenario that you were put in. Because, no, it's not all your fault. But now we understand. Let's drive our mind. Let's drive our you know situation and our scenario and our world into a different place, a better place. Right? And and the way we do that is by, <laughs> the way we do do that is by first having that inner calm because the louder certain voices are internally. Let me give you an example. I got to pay these bills. That's a voice, right? If that if that voice is louder than your let's plan a good strategy. If paying the bills is louder than the strategy voice, that's not a calm within. That let's form a good strategy is a calm within. That's that's the calming voice. Let's form a good strategy. How am I going to use this job or how am I going to climb in this company best? What is the best case of action? What is the best route so that I can climb up the ladder in this company or use this experience to get to where I really want to go. That comes from the calm within. But I need to pay these bills. That's not calm within. My daughter, my kids are going crazy. That's not the calm within. My wife, my husband are, you know, threatening to divorce me. That's not the calm within. So when we've got all these things that are stacking up on us as we get out in the world and adult, um, it really puts us in a position where we act out in public. And it's you're just like wondering, like, yeah, why are people driving so crazy? It's like, didn't 2020 give you a break from driving? <laughs> like, didn't COVID help, <clears throat> help you calm down just a little bit? Are you trying to make up for lost time, right? Are you trying to make up for lost time and trying to make that money back? And, you know, were you broke all 2020? Were you on PPP? You know, what was it? But we act a fool in public when we haven't dealt with ourselves alone. And that's why I brought it up in the beginning. 
if you're in the projects, if you're in the low of the low and you happen to make something of yourself, like, wow, because there's people, there's people that have their mom and dad. There's people that had the 4.0 in college and high school. There's people that might have got the scholarships that aren't living like some of these rappers are nowadays or, you know, profiting from, you know, business and whatnot. Like there's a lot of people that did much better in school than these rappers. But the silent giveaway here is a lot of these rappers understand life, the game, because they've been forced to live a harder life of an all inclusive life around them, not necessarily just a few books. So there's nothing wrong with academic success. I would wish that on everyone to have academic success, a 4.0 or better. But some of these rappers, whether you like it or not, have learned the game of life where they're not just a little idiot out here that can rhyme and put together some iambic pentameter, dot, 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 dot. They're not just putting together lines. Um, some of them actually are intelligent. And, and I feel like that's why it's harder to it's harder to sell an intelligent rapper nowadays because um, they have the calm within. It's, it's a lot harder to sell that because why would the music industry want people to be calm and, and reserved? They want people to be <clears throat> amped up and agitated and ready for the next thing in, in three minutes. You know, they don't want you calm and going home and washing your car, <laughs> vacuuming your house and. Oh, well, you know, uh, Ice Cube says I need to have my calendar loaded. Ice Cube said I need to have, you know, my finances in order. Ice Cube said I need to have a clean home. Ice Cube, you know, it's like, well, now they don't like Ice Cube anymore because, well, unless you, Ice Cube is promoting Menards. <laughs> so, yeah, if Ice Cube, if all these rappers were promoting things that sell and things that make people money, then, yeah, then you want a thinking rapper. Then you want a rapper with the calm within. You know, if you had Jay-Z supporting Mass Mutual or or Northwestern Mutual Insurance or somebody like uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Cardi B, if Cardi B was, um, you know, promoting and pushing, um, well, let's say something simple <clears throat> like the uh, what the, the red bottom heels, um, then, yeah, then they like the, the, the calm and let's slow down and buy a pair of, you know, those red heels. I, I don't. I don't buy them, so that's why I don't know what they are. I just know I see women in them. They're amazing. Probably should give my wife a pair. Oops. But uh, that calm within, not having that calm within, okay, it really creates a story for us before we even come out of the door. So because we haven't established that good calm within, we go out and act a fool, right? That's the number one thing I noticed. When we got back on the road after COVID, I'm like, why are you driving so crazy? Or why is everybody still on this uh, uh, social media rampage? Like they're just going nuts, just arguing with each other, mean, loud, all this stuff. I might get all these things that you're arguing about have always been here. And you're not, you're, you're not winning over or converting anyone. You know, you're not really winning them over to your your point or your argument you're just arguing louder and louder each time to your point if you really want to understand each other 
Maybe take the academic approach and give give a, a PowerPoint presentation, three points on one slide, then take the slide down and talk, you know. So, yeah, it's. It's all about establishing that calm within. We know that we have things that rival and battle and push aside our calm within that calm voice. But let's look at it like a couch, right? You got that calm within sitting in the middle of the couch. Then on the left side, you've got the the heavy analytical, right? Heavy analytical piece. And then on the right side, you've got that just emotions that can just tip either way. They're like all good or all bad. It's it's all devil or all angel, right? That that just bucket of emotions of a person that that you are. So you've got that voice on the right side. On the left side, you've got the super analytical, pessimistic, numbers-driven, data-driven, uh, 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 overwhelming, pessimistic law, just judgment, all of that on the left side. That calm within has to be able to look at both of them and say, hey, this is what I want to do. And and. I'd love it if you guys could help me, you know, drive to this occasion. But just in case you don't quite understand how each and every day I want to feel about this, let me just go ahead and put the plan out in the future so that you emotions, when you start to get riled up, you can remember A, B, C, D, E. This is how I want you to run. And analytical data, numbers, this, that, and the other. Let's always come back to my original thought of my original plan, this is what I want you to support. So that way we're not so bogged down in numbers. We understand that, yes, these numbers are to prove a point, not to sit and do numbers all day. That's not the point, to sit and argue over numbers. Like, what is the actual goal? I gave it to you. Here it is. So on these 30 days of the calendar, if we're not speaking to this goal, emotions, if we're not speaking to this goal, data, numbers, pessimistic, idea. If we're not speaking to the goal, well, what are you talking about? We're just going to talk about documents and loading and all this, the frustration. That's that's not what we're really here for. But hey, guess what? To show you that I love you and care about you, emotions, this, that, and the other, let's just take some time to go for a walk in the park. And data, numbers, drive, just to show you I love and care about you, I'm going to take a, a minute and just look at these numbers and look at this data. And take a moment to be a realist and take a moment to look at the data so that each day that goes by isn't a moment where you have to come back and remind me of where our data and our numbers are. Let's be real. Let's be strategic. I'm going to spend enough time with you so that you understand that I know you and understand you well. And in emotions, I'm going to make some time and make sure I understand you well enough so that you aren't over here just flipping out. Right. And thinking that you've got to completely dump the data and statistics so that you can be fun because your fun is short lived. Right. And yes, I want you to be happy, but (laughs) not to the point where you just completely trash reality. Right. And then, I mean, the flip side is, yeah, we don't want the emotions to be so bruised that now they're so mad that they just kick us both off the couch, the calm and the data. And yeah, just wreak havoc. So 
let me let me make this direct also again really quick. Um, are you sure what you're using is working? You know, if you're going to church, are you reading your Bible? If you're reading the Bible, are you speaking to your pastor? Are you checking in with them? Are you improving in life? Right? <clears throat> you know, seek ye first. <laughs> if if you're not seeking the kingdom, if you're not seeking the better things, if you're not seeking heaven, if you're not seeking these things, what are you doing there? Right? And then what is the metric or judgment system to know that you're a lower tier team, you're a mid tier team, you're a top seed, or you're a Super Bowl caliber team? Right? You're a team. So how do you know, what's your judgment system to know if you're doing good or bad? Is it money? Is it the quality of relationships? Um, is it your health? Is it improving your family's health? You know, your family under you or your mom, your dad, your cousins, your uncle. What is it? What is your judgment system? And then how do you know you're improving? Are you going to your therapist? Your counselor, your healthcare professional, are, are you visiting them or are you lying just to pretend you're improving and, and, and drinking it away or eating it away, right? <laughs> Those things we eat, they hit our tongue or they give us a feeling. That tongue and that feeling is not worth all those surgeries and a premature death. That tongue and a feeling is not worth just not having a quality life, having things amputated, having uh, uh, no fun in life and having your family constantly worry about you. And that's why for me, I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm going to the doctor. I'm going to get checked out. Let's go look and, and, and see what's up. <clears throat> so we can't pretend, right? The things that we're using will expose us when they're not real, if they're not real. And it's not about money and smiling all the time on social media. That That's just one moment, right? And the money can be taken. That's just one moment. We want to have more smiles. We want to have more money. But to get to the heart of it, are you sure what you're using is working? I'm not telling you got to leave where you're at. I'm not telling you got to pack and leave. You don't got to leave your church. You don't got to leave your family. You don't got to leave your wife, you don't got to leave your husband, but you do need to put to death, death card, <laughs> you do need to put to death the way you were thinking, the way you were maneuvering, the way you were acting. It's not working. And every time you have to look at this and be like, ah, man, I got to change this. Ah, man, I got to change that. Say thank you and clap. Be so appreciative that you understand that you get to change this thing today and not die in it, right? They say a coward dies a thousand deaths, a soldier dies at once, wrong. <laughs> now, I would rather have a thousand bad behaviors die than die one time in my 1,000 behaviors. Like, really think about that. A coward dies a thousand deaths, a soldier dies once. Y yes. Yes. But which would you rather do? Die one death 
or have those 1,000 behaviors die, right? So that you can finally go free and move on. Because, hey, real talk, you might not have put yourself on this planet, right? You didn't ask to be born. You didn't ask to be in that scenario. You didn't ask to be in that situation. You didn't ask to be treated the way you were as a little girl. You didn't ask to be treated the way you were as a, as a little boy. You didn't ask to be treated that way as a child, as a teen, as a young adult, in college, on the workforce, in your job, bullied, bias, sexual harassment, HR nightmare. You didn't ask to be put in all these scenarios, you know, given a job, then taken away and given to somebody else. You didn't ask for all this, right? But what can you do today? If you don't feel smart and you feel dumb, who can you get with to smarten you up? Maybe you need to go to the community college and take some classes on specific topics. Maybe you need to grab a book and find and read all the things you felt were never taught to you or shared with you. As an adult, you have the opportunity to go and grab these things. Find the calm within. Because the lack of calm within is what's causing you to act out in public and not be the the amazing person that you really are, that you really are. And you don't have to be like anybody else. All you have to be is the best version of you. But if you won't take the time to develop that calm within, I know it's scary because you're like, wait, have I ever? Do I even know what that calm voice is within? Until you start to find that, you'll you'll only be reactionary. You'll only be reactionary, right? You're just a reactionary person. All of your emotions and ups and downs and highs and lows and blues and yellows and greens, they're all just reactionary, right? So I want that for you. I want better for you. And, and I want you to use a system and a tool and a mindset that that is better. And that's ultimately on you to find it. I'd love to tell you, use this one, but that's not what's coming to you. What's coming to you and what you research is what's going to help you. That's it. It's going to come to you. You're going to research it. You're going to find it, but do the work. Go shopping, okay? If you're at a good place, honor that good place. If you're with a good person and with a good help, with a good aid, Honor that help. Honor that aid. That's on you. You can't go up and down the street talking about how great this place is, how great this building is, how great these people are, or how great this system is, and then you're not using it to capacity. Use it to capacity. If they aren't tired of you, looking good, feeling good, and and, and doing the most in that system, you haven't used it. If people can't see you coming before you even walked in the room or, or drove your car. If they can't see it, feel it, hear it, you haven't used it to, to, to capacity. And I don't know why more people don't. We get in ourselves, we get in our heads, and we start sitting with the wrong person on the couch, letting them talk to us when really we should be dictating and promoting uh, the language and the plan with that calm within. So, all right, you all. I love y'all. Hope you love me back. You can love, like, and share these messages. I'll see you soon.